Hey, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. Guess what? You're Craig. You got that right. Hey. I am Craig. So a little different this week. We're here on a Tuesday morning. We are. Barely. It's almost afternoon. Barely. Um, but we, uh, we took a break yesterday. I spent some time in Amish country with my wife, celebrated our 13th anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. She good. needs a medal and uh, maybe she... we need to take her out for, you know, a night. Well, that's what we did. We, well, I meant without you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess that could probably, she probably needs she, that. She need, you know, it, it's a lot to, you know, be married to, you know, well, I mean, you know, you know how much I love you, but I mean, I, she needs a medal. She's, she's special. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> and she loves me. So thank you. No, we had a good time. It was good. Um, we went to Amish country. We, um, stayed at a place up there Sunday evening, Sunday night. Uh, we I went, love Amish country. It's great. I love it. We had a great time yesterday. Just spent the day. We, we had this package where we got to go to di- different stores. And like, if we went to this one store, we got a pound of cheese for free. And if we went to this store, we got a cashew crunch for free. And so it was nothing like, you know, crazy. It wasn't like they were giving us a hundred bucks or anything, but it was neat because there were like seven different stores to go to. Nice. We got free breakfast, free dinner. All we had to take care of was the tip and, and whatnot there. And. Sounds good. So what's the most favorite thing you guys did when you, you, you were gone, what, barely like 24 hours? Yeah, right? a little over 24 hours. So what's, what's the fav- most favorite thing that you did? Mm. I think, I don't know. I think just spending time together yeah. was good. Um, <laughs> Sunday night, we decided we, we drove in a different way than we've been before. And as we're driving in, we noticed a, a little place down um, off the hill that had putt putt and a driving range and batting cages. And so we, we go and we get into our room and everything and get unloaded. And it's like, okay, I'm not really hungry. Let's, we'll go eat dinner here in a little bit. Let's do something first. And they had a hatchet, you know, hatchet throwings become really big. Right. And so they had one of those places there in Sugar Creek and, and it was open on Sundays. And so we thought about going there, but we decided to go to the batting cages. Allie played softball growing up. I played baseball. We were like, oh, this is going to be great. We went to relive our glory days. Wow. I am so sore. Yeah, well, you know why, don't you? Why? Because you're not 15 anymore. I am not 15 anymore. <laughs> and I told you the other day, you, you, we were texting back and forth yesterday, and I said, now I realize why these athletes, these Major League Baseball players, retire when they're about my age. The difference is is that they're in a whole lot better shape than I am, and they're <laughs> training true. for what they're doing. Man, we went... It was fun. I hopped in the 50 mile an hour cage a little bit and then I, I hopped over to the 80 mile an hour cage. And how'd you and do with the 80? I did okay. It did was, you? um, I hit some good shots. A couple of them might have cleared the fence if we would have been, you know, actually on a field. At least if that's what you think, then you we'll know, go with that. It might have cleared the infield. <laughs> I don't know. But it was weird because, you know, the bats, they, you know, it was just a little place. They didn't have a big selection right. of really good bats. And so they didn't really have any man bats. They were like the bat, <laughs> man, bats. man bats. The bat I was hitting with was like a little league bat. Yeah. So like the handle was really small. So like I could just feel my hand getting bruised yeah. because the handle was so little. Like I'm used to the last time I played baseball, I played in a, in an over 40 league. They were allowed two players under 40 and it was a wooden bat league. Right. And so, you know, you know, wooden bats, they've wooden got bat, the yeah. good, girthy like handles. Bats. Right. And, um, if I would have known we would have win, I'd have thrown my wooden bat in the car and, and used it, but so next time you go, you know. Now I know what to do. Now, is there any truth to the rumor uh, that I heard through the grapevine that when you got into the batting cage, you started doing the announcing? You're like Bryce Harper steps in two two count bottom of the ninth, and did you do all that? That's mm. the rumor. 
maybe minus the Bryce Harper part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was it was nice to see Allie get in there. You know, she um, she played a lot of softball growing up, and and it took her you know just a, a few swings to kind of get things back down. They had a, actually had a um, a fast pitch softball lane too. So that oh, was nice. nice. So it was nice. You know, kind of for her, it was nice. right in her element, and, and it was fun. She laid down a couple of bunts. I'm like, wow, that wow, that's a professional bunt right there. You're like, hey, you can make some money at this. Exactly, pinch hitting bunt. Yeah, I um, I knew that I was done playing softball and organized ball. I was probably somewhere, oh, I don't know, probably forty, okay, forty one, forty two years old, and um, I was standing on second base. I had just hit a double. And a friend of mine, if he's, he listens to this, so I'll call him out. His name's Nate Grella. He, uh, he was hitting behind me. And so he hit a shot into the gap. Mm. And I knew I was done because I thought I was running as fast as I could. But as I <laughs> rounded third base, he is he, on he my heels on going, run, run, run. And Pushing I just was like, home. yeah, he shoved me across and we barely made it. So <laughs> when I, I've quit playing, like we quit playing probably three, four years ago was the right. last time I played softball. And I played um, in a tournament with um, Scott's Miracle Grow, and um, we actually won the tournament. We we lost like the first game, and came back and won the rest of them. It was like double elimination, and it was it was a blast. But when I was done with that, my elbow, I my elbow shot. I was a catcher growing up, and I didn't always warm up right, and and so my elbow is not good. But man, my my elbow was was done after that whole day of playing. It's like, yep, oh, I bet. I'm good. I bet. I'm good. Yeah, it doesn't take much anymore when you I'll get just throw cornhole and, you know, play croquet in the backyard or and, something. Uh, grill out on the uh, Blackstone. That's right. Right? That's right. Well, you know, happy anniversary belated to you, you and Allie. You guys, yeah. uh, 13 years. That's awesome. You guys got a great family, great marriage, and uh, you guys, um, thank you for uh, being a good example to everybody. And um Despite the whole batting cage incident. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, it was good. It was good. And we are. So, Ali, if you're blessed. listening, happy anniversary. My best to you. You deserve it. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So what about you? What what been the last couple of days for you? Oh, man. You know, it's just uh, we've been getting ready, um, getting everything ready to go camping uh, next this, this weekend. And um, we're going to, you know, be gone. It's our annual uh, Memorial Day weekend camping trip. And, um, you know, just getting ready for it is a big deal. But mm-hmm. it's exciting. Yeah. And I uh, love being away. And then... Um, Going to have my family come in on the weekend, and uh, so we'll be surrounded by the grandkids. So it'll be like an avalanche of little people. Oh, it's so be fun, yeah. It'll be. See, we got away good. from our little people for a couple of days, and yep. you're getting all. The and little I'm getting people. all the little people there. So uh, I'll drop mine off. You'll never know the difference. <laughs> Right. <laughs> they would love it. That's for sure. There's something about going to the campground and, you know, they just, I don't know what it is. Right. They, they right. love it. But no, it's been really good. I had to, uh, bought a mower since mm-hmm. the last time that we, um, have, um, you know. Oh, goodness. Should I get into my mower debacle? Oh, my goodness. You lost your muffler, didn't you? <laughs> okay. So Friday, my day off's Friday. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to get my mowing done early. And I've got a bad boy MZ. It's, it's bottom of the line. You know, bad boys are really good mowers, but this is the. That's a good name, though. It is a good name. And it's orange, like it's a good looking mower. Yeah. Um, and I'm mowing. I started mowing at 10 a.m. Friday. I'm like, I'm going to get this done so I can get some other work done around the house. I didn't get any other work done around the house. Right. I mowed this strip and I turned around. I'm like, why is my grass smoking? My muffler was laying awesome. in the yard. <laughs> and it was like making the grass smolder awesome. and stuff. And it actually had broke off there at the end of last mowing season. 
And I had a buddy of mine, Mike, he um, welded it on for me and fixed it, and it, it was good. Well, I thought, oh, the welds broke. And I got up on it. The welds didn't broke. The nuts backed off. And so, like, I couldn't figure – then it became literally a day of me trying to figure out which nuts went on to connect it back again because the nuts that they said it needed in the manual weren't the correct size. It was like – it said it was like 5 sixteenths. It ended up taking – I. I went metric. It was eight millimeter that I finally got to go on there. Oh man! And so here I, I made like four trips into the hardware store. See, and, and that that drives you crazy uh, in itself, right there, trying to get that done. So what are you going to do? You going to get a new mower? Or? I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it was just a. It's a good mower. Like that's the only problems I've had. The muffler on this model, it was. It's three years. It's a 2018 model, and the muffler was just a poorly designed muffler. I went and actually looked at the new ones and from the bottom of the line, like I have all the way up through, they've redesigned that muffler. Gotcha. And so it was definitely a flaw. Don't you hate it when they've redesigned it the year after you get the mower yes. or the, you get the truck or you get the car yep. they've redesigned it? Yeah, that's usually what happens yeah. to me. You're like, really? You couldn't have figured this out right. a year ago? <laughs> so how's your new mower? Well, I only used it one time and it's good. I went from a riding mower and mm -hmm. my yard's not as big as yours and I went to a push mower, ended up getting the Honda and, um, That's, they make a good mower. It's a very good mower and had very good reviews. And so, um, it had, um, it's good because there's parts of the yard where it's a little rough and right. this mower um, handles that. But here's the thing I love one, one pull and that thing is on and uh, runs smooth. It's nice. And that's great. At least for the first time mowing, it was great. We'll see how it does the rest. So that of comes time. with, I'm assuming a Honda engine in it too. It comes then. with a Honda engine. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're good. Yeah. For good things. They, one guy I was reading the reviews, it said that he's had, he's had a Honda mower for like 14 years and he said all he has to just changes the oil every year and thing runs like a top he has no problems with it and that's so. that's probably one of the biggest things that people neglect i mean i think if people keep their oil it's just like a car you keep your oil, oil changed yeah. you know it's going to run better and same yeah. is true for your mower so i went to voss i think it's voss brothers, voss brothers in, in Mary. you know they're, yeah. that's a good company okay those guys are great and i, I haven't not, been in there you know here's the deal if you guys are all looking for mowers or anything i had a very good experience in there the the guy that i worked with was um awesome he was um you know i asked some questions because i'm not the most intelligent when it comes to machinery or anything right. and he was right there he answered all my questions showed me how to change the oil showed me little tricks to do and nice. oh yeah he was he, they were super and um I, I met my whole experience there i was there maybe 15 minutes max and uh, that's great and yeah. that's why i think it's better to actually when you're buying something like that because you can buy mowers at a big box store you can go to home depot you can go to lowe's right. you can buy a mower um, i made that mistake once and and did that and and the mower actually didn't last me that long but you know you get more information right you get that good customer service it was very good if customer you need service. it serviced you can mm -hmm. take it back there if you need yep. to do something with the warranty you can take it back there yep. that actually happened with me the first year i had my bad boy um a spring broke i on, love that name. on the deck i know i love that name. um and it was actually the day before we were leaving to go to the beach and the spring broke on it and i called them and they said yeah that's under warranty just bring us the spring and and we'll just give you a new one they had it right there in stock and so i took that's it over awesome. and so it. welcome to the mowing podcast with brandon and craig that's right <laughs> <laughs> Grassed and grounded. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I thought you should have gotten one of those, um, 
one of those robotic lawnmowers. Oh, how nice would that? I've seen those. Yeah. It's like there's, a Roomba, like a vacuum cleaner, but for yeah, your yard. There, there's a guy that has one on Whitestone. I've, okay. I've seen him running it a couple of times. It's it's just crazy. I'm just fascinated by That's it. That's great. Yeah, I'm like, what is that going through the yard? Right. <laughs> So um we had a we had a good time last week and um for all of you who've listened to last week's podcast Bluegrass or Bust uh we were down in uh, Georgetown Kentucky and um it was awesome a good friend of mine Mike Allen and if Mike if you're listening hey and thank you again for for joining us last uh last week it was uh, just a good time to go down 6 yes, hours in the car for you and I but mm-hmm. um hey we got back in one piece and we that did. was good. we had a good time and uh, but it was a good time. It was really good it to see uh, Mike and, um, you know, take a look at their, their building. Mm-hmm. Their building is a, an old Walmart. Yeah, it um, was neat. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked the way they have it set up. Yeah, it was really cool. And, um, but yeah, they, they've taken, uh, an old Walmart and uh, turned it into their, their facility and it's done a really good job with that. And of course he's moving on to Southland, uh, yep. in a, a week or and a half or so. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, we had a, that was really good and it was a great, uh, time to talk about worship. And I thought you guys did a good job. Doing it was that, good. So, it yeah. was nice to finally meet him. I told yeah. him, I felt like I, I knew him already right. just from hearing you talk about him. And, and right. so it was good to actually be able to meet him. And I became envious of his beard. Yeah. That's, um, his that's beard game is beard really, really right good. There. Um, but no, it was, it was great just to be able to, to chat with another worship leader and, and right. be able to, to talk about just our passions for that and how God has, exactly. has worked in that area of our lives. So it was good. Well, we got to give an update here on our um, current listening status. We um, obviously have people listening from the United States. 97.2% of our listeners come from the United States, but um, we're just blessed to be able to have listeners from outside of, of the U S we've got, we've had eight listeners so far from the UK. Um, uh, Four listeners from Sweden. 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 Three listeners from Canada. Two from Austria and two from Unknown. That could uh, be anywhere. Could be Mars. Could be. It could be right next door to us. Could right be here. right next door could to be us. Right next door. Could be Ohio. Could be Ohio. So we don't know, but no, I, I think that's great. We still, uh, you know, have a, a ton of people listening from New York. Um, so we're going to throw crazy. this out there again. We have not heard from anybody from New York. So if you're listening from New York or any other state or another country, if you're um, in the United Kingdom, if you're in Sweden or Canada or Austria and you're listening to this this podcast, email us, Richwood, R-I-C-H-W-O-O-D, Christ at gmail.com. Just let us know where you're listening from. We would love to be able to connect with you um, and just say thanks so much for listening to Grounded. Uh, we hope that... Um, you are getting something out of it and God is being glorified through it. So. Yeah. So yeah, be sure to let us know. We would love to hear from, especially New York, cause we have quite a few people from New York I right now listening over forties or 50. now we're over 60 now, 60, over yeah. 60 people from New York. And listening, that's over so. all of the, the episodes that we've put. So if in. you've got with that, if they're listening that to their, from their phone and they got a, say if they're living in Alabama, but they got a New York prefix, would that register? That New York? I'm not sure. I don't know how that works. Okay. I think it, it bounces off the cell towers, but don't quote me on that. Okay. That's, so if you're in the state of New York, hey, hit us up. We really want to hear from you and just tell us where you're listening. And yep. uh, we just or any other state. I mean, we've got any we're other state. in like yeah. 24 states right now. Oh, nice. So Utah, California, Washington, Texas, Oklahoma, and the list goes on and on. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. So I saw the movie Oklahoma. Did you? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> 
So let's uh anything else before we we, we move into more serious stuff. A lot of times well, we we've talked of, about mowers. That was pretty serious. We've talked about the Amish serious. and your vacation and your anniversary and so yeah, what what hit me hit me with what you got. Well, let's talk about Sunday. Okay, let's talk about Sunday. It's a little different being that Sunday was not yesterday. Sunday was not yesterday. No, you're right. But, but I uh, thought it was a good day. I thought it was too. We had uh, we had a really good day. I thought the worship was good. Mm-hmm. We had uh, baby day. Baby day. And uh, I thought what was really cool during the uh, second service, um, I counted, um, I don't know if you were back there with me, somebody was, but I think I counted 33 or 34 people up front across yeah. the stage. And that was moms and dads and babies and yes. families and all that. But that was really, that was kind of neat to see it was good. that. And um, I thought the um, Kim and Sue Ellen did a Fabulous job yep. getting that organized and getting the, the families there. And, um, I just, I just thought that was really good. Yeah. You know, it's it good, good. good day. It was a good day. And it's, it's a great thing. You know, the way that we do our baby day is, um, we strive to pour into our parents. Exactly. And, and that's more of, uh, it's not really dedicating the kid, but it's dedicating the parents to saying, Hey, I'm going to raise my children right. in a godly home. Right. And I'm going to, to pour into them and mm-hmm. give them what they need. Right. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's always good. Yeah. I thought the worship was, um, was, was good. Um, I loved, um, the, the singing and it just seemed, uh, people just seemed to be singing yeah. Sunday yeah. and I thought that was good. And, uh, and then we talked about vision mm-hmm. and our vision comes from God right. and comes from his word. And I know we've hit that several times over the last three to four months, but, I think sometimes that's out of sight, out of mind. If you if you think about it, because right. you know we're constantly being um, you know told something mm-hmm. that might not be totally the truth, and um, even advertising. I right. mean, they're not one hundred percent truth. You know, you know, with with everything that that they say. And so, our really, we've been saying this for months. The source of truth is God's word, and the only way that you can have vision for your life is to know what God wants you to know. And I started off with a quote by C.S. Lewis. I don't know if you remember this or not, but he says, when there is no vision, then there is no true sight. Mm. And that is, that's a good statement. If you think about that, Mm -hmm. when you don't have vision, then you really don't know where you're going. And then I follow that up by reading Proverbs 29 verse 18, where um, God's word says, where there is no vision, uh, the people are unrestrained, but happy is the one who keeps God's law. And so I said, you know, when there is no vision on that, that verse is saying that's really no revelation of God, no revelation of his word, but we're just doing what what we want. And so I right. thought that was good. But I love the tail end of that verse where he's like, but happy, yes. basically your life is going to be where it needs to be going if you follow mm-hmm. me and my teaching and my mm-hmm. word. So, Yeah, and I think, and we even talked about this a little bit in staff meeting this morning, Um how easy is it sometimes for us to feel like we've arrived? Exactly. We feel like, okay, I'm good. My vision's good. But then if we take a step back and we evaluate where we are, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not anywhere close to where God wants me to be. Um, I think I've been that way. Uh, I've always had very good vision, and I, I do have to wear glasses now when I read. Um, I'll get I headaches. Do too. Cheaters. Cheaters. I use yeah. cheaters. I actually have, you know, the last time I went into the dentist, or the dentist, my mouth still hurt, and that's where my my head is. Actually, it's, it's the much, last time you went into the dentist better. and you checked your eyes. They checked my eyes, and they were like, "You, your vision's terrible." Um, no, the last time I went um, to the eye doctor, um, I went in thinking, "Oh, yeah, I've, I've got twenty twenty vision. I'll be right. fine." And and my vision is really really good. Right. But come to find out, um, I have astigmatism in my right eye, and I think sometimes I'm that way in my faith too. 
Right. It's like, no, I'm, I'm good. And there've been times where it's taken somebody else to pour into me and to speak mm-hmm. truth into my life and say, Hey, you're a little off here in this area. Right. You, you need to take a step back. You need to right. pray about this. Right. Um, and that hurts just like it hurt me of knowing, okay, I've got astigmatism in my right eye. This is something that I'm gonna have to deal with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Now what? And so, you know, I've got a prescription that, right. and I can tell the prescription's different, and, but I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't strain as much now when I read, when I'm on my computer, when I'm reading a book right. or whatever. As long as I wear my glasses, when I don't wear my glasses, <laughs> you know, then it's. Don't it's you rough. think though? Sometimes um, when you have been. <clears throat> when you've been a follower of Christ for a long time or say a Christian for a long time and, you know, and that can be, you know, you can be 21 years old and have been a Christian and following right. Christ for, for right. a while. But if you've been a following Christ for a while, what we have a tendency to do is to kind of slip into kind of a pattern that works for us. Mm-hmm. It kind of becomes like a routine. So it's almost I, like autopilot. Exactly. So like we were talking this morning in staff meeting, like even when it comes to things like Christmas Mm -hmm. and Easter and, you know, coming around the Lord's table for communion, you could almost, you almost go on autopilot during those times with the stories and, you know, about the birth of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus and then communion each Mm -hmm. week. You, you really have to think about what God has done in your life. Right. And because then what happens is, is we kick in, and I think the Bible talks about this a lot, that, you know, we, we start leaning on us. We start leaning on what we feel like that we've attained. So we can become like everybody else to where we're not really listening to the truth. We might be hearing it, but we're kind of just, like you said, autopilot doing our own thing. Right. And right. I, I hate that. I yes. hate that when I actually have done that. And I have done that before. Right. And even, I think, to an extent of knowing what the Bible says, right? but not applying it. You read from Luke chapter 11, um, verse 28, even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it, and put it into practice. Right. Um, sorry, I was reading that on my phone, so I was having to, have to yeah. go back and forth there. But even more blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Right. Um, you know, I think that... We have to realize that it's not just about knowing, yeah, but it's about action. Exactly. I mean, because you know, we talked talked about that to where you know you hear it, mm-hmm. but you have to obey it. Right. What's the use of hearing it and not doing what God's word tells you to do? It's kind of like people have said, "Well, you know, I believe in God," but then they. Go ahead and do whatever they right, want to do. Right. I mean, the, I think I read that scripture too. I don't have it in front of me, but it's like, hey, you know, even the, even the demons, even believe. the demons believe. So big whoop you do right. on that one, you right. know, so the rubber meets the road is when I'm listening and hearing what God says, but I'm actually doing and practicing and walking in that. Right. And that really does become the, um, the road for us. Right. Are we going to do it or, or, or are we not? And, um, and, and I think again, we've talked of so much, not just here and in church and staff meetings and discipleship groups for a lot of us. And for me, including you have to almost let open your arms up and open your hands and be like, God, I am going to trust you. Right. No matter what happens. Yeah. And that's a tough place to be because yes. let's admit it. We like to be in control mm-hmm. of everything. Yep. Yeah. Of everything. Yeah. Yes, but we don't know what's best vision. What the man, the 
the quote that you had right there toward the end of staff meeting today. Oh yeah, the quote um it was um in Psalm um is it 119 105 and mm-hmm. I don't have it in front of me. I'm just going off memory here. So it it says um your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Yes. So the quote is that that says God's word tells us that his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, not to our entire football field. Right. Wow. Sometimes he just wants us to trust him in the next step. Yeah. And how hard is that? Yeah. Because um, we, like we talked in staff meeting, I can't remember what, uh, who said it, but somebody in staff meeting said, because we like to see way down the road. We like to see what's right. at the very end right. of it. We, it, and so it's really hard sometimes to, to literally trust God in every step. Right. Cause for us, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You have to trust God for every movement and in every step. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of brings up Proverbs 3. I think I read this Sunday, too, where it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend upon your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you with which path to take. So that kind of goes hand in hand. So he's going to show you the path to take, and while you get on that path, you're only going to see step by step. Right. So how about that? That's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know how good it is, but that's very enlightening. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and you're talking about that. You um, you also um, read a quote by Jim Simbala. That was a good and quote. And he says, doing right in your own eyes signifies a highly individualistic and a self-centered person never wanting to follow God. It's all about what feels right to me at the time, even when it comes to scripture or social reality. You know, and, and at that moment, you're not, Yeah. you know, you are leaning on your own understanding. Yeah. You're not trusting God. Oh, 100%. And, and that, that is a very good quote. And I actually uh, heard him say that during a sermon um, about three months ago, and I actually pulled that. I had to right. run that back several yeah, that's times great. To, to hear that. And, um, and I also did another quote by David Paulson. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. Mm-hmm. This is a great quote where he said, We need to move from the law of personal desires and preferences and what seems right to us to the law of the kingdom of God. Right. And, you know, when you think about the kingdom of God and you think about God showing us where we need to go, it's, it's all about that. Right. It's all about following where God wants you and I to go. Yeah. And um we've talked about I think we even mentioned this in staff meeting, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy to fully trust God and to follow God. I mean, it's easy to say it, it's easy to preach it, it's easy to say, Hey, you need to trust God with all of your heart, but man, when you're when you're going through it and you can't see the entire football field, yeah. What do you what do you want to do? You you want to take over. You want to go. What you want to do? What feels comfortable to you? Where what you know is to be. Yeah, makes you feel right. Yeah, and you have to whether it's a you know a personal situation Mm -hmm. or for us as a church. Mm -hmm. There, there's only one way, Mm -hmm. and there's only one truth, and that's God. I was telling you today. I watched an interview. Um, We talked a couple weeks ago um, about um, Carl Lentz. Who right. was with Hillsong New York. Right. And he was this kind of larger than life minister up there. And he, he had a bunch of celebrities coming in and, and all of that. We'll come to find out he was having a, an affair on his wife. Right. And, um, Brian Houston, who started, um, Hillsong Church, Brian and Bobby Houston in Aust- Australia, um, 
finally broke his silence on that whole situation. He had kind of been – Usually of, when you mention him, you go into your, your, your accent, but you didn't do it this time. I didn't so do it today. Ahead, yeah. No, I love, I love listening to Joel, his son, <laughs> talk. Um, but, you know, I was kind of nervous watching it because, you know, they are a megachurch. And, right. you know, I, I feel like there are a lot of times when you get to a certain point where you are influenced by the world. And in the interview – the lady asked them, it was actually a USA Today interview, hmm. and she asked him about, you know, something along the lines of there were those who were living a homosexual lifestyle who had left their church okay. because they, um, they did not promote that, that okay. lifestyle. And, and it's like, okay, here we go. What's he going to say? And he actually really impressed me. I was, oh, that's good. I was quite shocked. And he said, you know, I, I love those people. He said, you know, I, I, I want the best for them. However, I also have to stand on the truth of God's word right. and the, their their lifestyle. And I'm, I'm not getting his quote exactly, but right. it's pretty much saying their life, they're living a lifestyle contrary to so what the, God's word is saying is true. And he said, we have um, we have gays, we have lesbians that come to our church and we're called to love them. He said, but we're also called to lead them in, in the truth of God and, and, right. and show them what God's truth is says and i think you know that that quote you read from david paulson is so true we need to move from the the law of personal desire and preference and what seems right to us to the law of the kingdom of god and and that's exactly yep. what brian was saying is you know exactly. i love those people but i also have to stand firm yep. on what is is true yep. of god and so I well i agree really with good. i agree with that 100% and um i didn't know if you probably noticed this on Sunday. Everybody that I quoted Sunday had the kind of the same theme. Yes. And sometimes I don't do that, but every, it just seemed like that every single person was pointing you back, back to, to yeah. the kingdom or back to God and yep. his work. Cause I'll read the other quote since we've already done, we won't <laughs> right. leave him out. R.C. Sproul. Um, he says, when the standard of right and wrong, good and bad, true and false, righteousness and evil, love and hate are built upon everyone doing what is according to them. The results are great deception and dysfunction. This is not the way that God has designed us to live. The solution is to do whatever God tells us to do, and that is found only in God's holy word. Boom. And that's like, that's it. Yeah. And, um, and I believe that as we continue to go down this cultural road and we continue to go down a, a culture of where it's like what it used to be, you know, you hear the thing, whatever, if it feels good to me, then just go ahead and do it. Right. We're like way past that yes. now. It, it, it's like, it's just, we're just doing whatever and we don't care what the consequences exactly. are. And so we don't, I'm not even so certain that the culture today even thinks about God Right. At all. Right. So that's why it's so important, you know, when I'm talking or I'm speaking, I'm not talking to the world. I'm talking to those who are followers of Jesus right. Christ to make sure that you are, have your feet so solidly planted and firmly mm -hmm. on Jesus Christ and his word. Because without that, right. I don't know what we're going to do. Exactly. It's just, oh my goodness. It's like we have to get to the, the place where, you know, we're going to trust God in the middle of what looks like chaos and disorder and trust that God's sovereignty is true. And how do I know yeah. that? I find that in God's word. Right. So God tells me that God never changes. He's the, he's the same yesterday, today mm -hmm. and forever. So that's where I go. Right. And that's, that's the direction. And that gets back to that, um, passage in Psalm 119, you know, God, your word is a lamp into my right. feet and a light to my path, not the whole football field. So yeah. 
Am I going to trust you? Am I going to trust you in each step when I can't see the entire field at this point? So it's like the um, the the scene in Indiana Jones. Oh, here we go. Um, movie, movie, I actually, movie, yeah, movie, I lo- movie. love Indiana Jones. Me too. The the originals, the first three. Yeah, they've tried. There, there's a new one coming out. I know Harrison Ford's going to be in it. From what I hear, we'll see. I was not super crazy about the Crystal School, the Crystal Skull that came out there. That's been 13 years ago. We watched that. My um, my guys that were in my wedding and I went and watched that um, the night before our wedding. Right. Um, but it was it was terrible because if you if you look back at the first 3 Indiana Jones they were all based around what? They were based around biblical stuff. They actually you know, you were, had the, right, yeah. the um the ark the ark of the covenant, you had the the cup of of Christ. And so it was Indiana Jones and the the last crusade where he has to go through the different trials. They get in and he's he's going to find the the cup apparently right. that Jesus Christ drank uh, out of with his disciples right. at the last supper and whatnot and obviously you're in you're in hollywood there right but he's got these different tests and so he's got the, the the first one where he has to um to walk across the stones and spell out the name of god mm-hmm. and he gets to the leap of faith and that's really good yeah he's standing there and it's like probably 20 yards across yeah this chasm yeah and he just Closes his eyes and he takes his foot and lifts it up really high and puts it down. And there's a bridge that you can't see there because it's an optical illusion. Mm -hmm. But he had to have that faith to be able to take that step. Right. And, and that's, that's exactly what that quote is saying. It's such a good quote like that. When you, you said that it just impacted me. It's like, how true is that? Because I am the type of person that I want to know what's, what's coming way out ahead. Yeah. I want to know, and especially when you don't know what's under your feet. Yeah, you know, and and uh, you get to, um, you know, you you take that scene, and that's such a good scene. I think for for a follower of Christ, that's kind of where we're at. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at when when you follow Christ. It's not easy. It's right. not an easy road. And um, I've had so many people through you know through my entire life in ministry, thirty five, thirty six years, where people will say, well, I thought once I became a Christian, then my yeah. problems would be gone. I thought when I became a Christian, life would be easy. I thought when I became a Christian, then I would know all the answers. Um, when you become a Christian, yeah, things do change, but guess what? I right. think it's one of the I toughest think. things that you can do in your life is exactly. to literally follow God, his word, his direction, and, and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because let's be honest, if you really do what God wants you to do. Sometimes you're not going to make friends. Right. Sometimes you're going to offend people. Sometimes mm-hmm. Jesus did not make friends. Jesus offended yeah, people. Absolutely. Um, and, um, you know, I think it was Billy Graham that once said the gospel of Jesus Christ is a, is offensive to a world that doesn't want to hear it. Exactly. And it is the gospel of Christ mm-hmm. means I have to confess I'm a sinner. Right. Right. I have to confess I need God to forgive my sins yeah. and only the blood of Jesus Christ can do that. So, yeah, it's, I agree with that. And I, and I think that points to something else of, you know, who, who are you listening to? Right. Where, where's your truth coming from? Because the culture is going to tell you, you mentioned that a little bit ago. Um, and you know, I, early on in, in ministry, I, I talked with our students. This was, I was in, I think West Portsmouth at the time. And we talked about all of the things that the culture tells us. And you, you look at the commercials, this, and this again was, you know, 12, 13 years ago. Right. And you think about Burger King and they, they tell you, you can what? You can have it your way. Right. Nike says, right. just do it. You've got right. all of these companies that are telling you 
you know, that you can do it the way you want to do it. Right. And you can, you know, you can have it however you want. Right. You know, kind of, you, you mentioned, you know, there, there are consequences, but the, the world's saying there's not. Mm-hmm. You, you just be you and, and there are no consequences. But that's not what God's word says. Gotcha. And that's yeah. where, that's where the rub is. Is the culture saying one thing, God's word saying another thing. Right. And so who are you listening to? Exactly. And, you know, when you're, when, when you're trying to break down truth and who you're listening to, I mean, let's admit it. If, if you're listening to five different people and, um, and then you're listening to God, you've got a lot of sources there. Right. And, um, and I know that, you know, not everybody's going to mislead you, but I also know that, um, God's, God's agenda for my life is different than everybody else's. Right. God's agenda, God's way for my life is to lead me toward Jesus Christ and is to lead me toward, you know, eternity. And so when you're talking about a true source, it's not just for the here and the now. It's not just to get me through the day. It's right. to, it, it does get me through the day, but it's to it's to lead me to eternity. It's to lead my thoughts to eternity. Right. And we kind of talked about that. Exactly. You and I earlier this morning, yeah. just eternity yes. and what that is. Yeah. And yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw a quote on Facebook, and it said, "When you die, you're going to live forever in one of two places." Yeah. Where Where is that going to be? Yeah. Because where? that's that's the reality. The reality is, is this life, and we've talked about that before. It's a blip. It's it's just a right. It's just like a vapor. You're mm-hmm. here today and gone tomorrow, but that's when the true living takes mm-hmm. place. You're gonna live the rest of your eternity, right, in either heaven or hell. Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, um, <clears throat> I can't remember. Um, I think his name's Bobby Chance. Um, he was a pitcher back in the uh, baseball pitcher in the major leagues in the. Basically the forties, the fifties and into the early sixties. And uh, Bobby Shantz is 95 years old right. right now and he's still living. And, um, he, uh, you know, has played against some of the greatest baseball players of all time, but they're all dead and he's still, he's still alive. Right. And, um, actually heard him on MLB network on Sirius radio and they gave the, he he gave a small interview during spring training and they were talking about you know some of the players that he you know that he went against mm-hmm. and all that and you know they're how immortal that they are and he made a quote that i thought was supreme he said um oh yeah he said they definitely are baseball immortals but as human beings you're not you're not immortal and he said that's why i've always kept my eyes on christ that's great. because my mortality is not for what I see on this planet. It's for what's to come for me. And I'm like, wow. he's 95 years old. And, um, and he said that he has been a, a, a Christian for, you know, 70 years. And, um, and he said he's tried to, it's great. He's been blessed. He said God mm-hmm. has blessed him more than he can imagine. He's been blessed with a long life, a good baseball career. But he said, um, my eyes have always been on what's to come. And he said through the loss of, you know, friends and yeah. family members. And he said, my, I don't dwell on those. I dwell on what's to come. And I thought, wow, what a great, great, um, you know, witness for, and he's 95. Can we get him on the podcast? Boy, that would be awesome. And I'll tell I you what, he that. sounds like he's about 50. I right? mean, he doesn't sound like he's 95 at all. And for sure. And, um, he switched that and the, and the guy that was interviewing was like, Oh, that, that's wonderful. And he tried to ask him about something. And Bobby Shantz every single time went right back to talking about like, 
some godly thing or some Christian thing. He yeah. even, I, I can't remember the scripture. I was driving, uh, to Cincinnati at the time and, um, but he, uh, that's great. He mentioned a scripture and I thought, wow, that's just, you can tell that he actually is living in eternity even though he's not in eternity. Exactly. He's directing everything right. that way. Right. I wonder if he's been like that for his, you know, last 70 years right. or whatever, but yeah. That's great. Right? You, I think we've read every other quote that you I think we did except for the Joseph stole did you read that one no I totally forgot about Joe this one good and, and again you were you're right I was looking through here at at the notes from Sunday all of the quotes really tied in they did didn't they to to one another and Joseph Stoll said this he said today people are choosing their right and what is their wrong and ignoring the simple basics of God's word it is creating chaos and disorder on epic proportions for our nation well, he's right. How true is that? He's right. I mean, think about if you break it down for you or yeah. me or just your personal life, if you ignore God's word, right. it creates, uh, you know, there is dysfunction and disorder right. in right. epic proportions in our personal yeah. life when we don't follow. That's a good quote. Well, not only that, you know, one of the things that I've been kind of dwelling on lately, and, and I'm actually going to talk about this a little bit this Sunday. I was getting ready to mention that, um, getting ready to mention that you're, you're on for Sunday. Yeah. So. And so uh, I'm going to be talking about the things that, God is telling us, he's calling us Christ followers to stop. Um, it's just going to be titled Stop It. And um, there are things that we as Christians, I'm guilty of it as well, there are things that we do that affect our witness. And and I think, you know, you look at that, at what Joseph Stoll was saying, and people are choosing what is their right and their wrong mm-hmm. based off of their feelings, their emotions, what exactly. the world's saying. And And I think that when Christ followers do that, we are damaging our witness for the gospel. I agree. And, and so that, that's been heavy on my heart a lot lately is that, you know, there are things and I see things on Facebook and I hear people say certain things and, and I won't give away a lot for, for Sunday. Preach um, it. Go for it. But, you know, I, I think that we're, we're damaging our, right now, our world needs the truth and the hope of Jesus Christ more than Amen. ever. I agree. I agree. And I don't feel like Christians are stepping up to the plate. Yep. We're dropping the ball. Yep. And, and we're, we're just cruising along. Yep. We're just going because we don't like being uncomfortable. We don't yep. like, we don't like disagreement. Right. We don't like arguments. And we are, we're affecting and damaging our witness mm-hmm. for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And shame on us. Exactly. And I, I don't know who it was, but I was listening to, um, I don't know if it was on, I can't remember where it was, but this was just within the last week or so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Tony Evans, but I can't be a hundred percent. So don't quote me on that. But it, I had listened to him in this, but the person said, um, right now the American church is in Israelite mode. Mm-hmm. We want to go back. Right. We want to go back. We want to go back to the way it was. We want to go back prior to COVID-19. Yeah. We want to go back to normal. And this person, and and I don't think it was Tony Evans, but I got confused. I, I don't know who it was, but they I were I will talk- give it to him. He's a good guy. Yeah, so. let's give it to him. But he <laughs> said, uh, he said the, the problem with wanting to go back is that, you know, we're not 
we're not adapting to what God wants us to do in the present. So we're thinking about the past. We're thinking about what we think it was instead of where God is moving us right. to. Right. And, uh, it, which is a very good scenario because he said, whatever your situation, you as a follower of Christ need to adapt to that and continue to move forward and to serve God. Right. And Anita and I watched this show on television called Dual Survivor. Oh, I, I don't know that. if you've ever seen yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the first couple of seasons are awesome with Dave Canterbury mm-hmm. and Cody and, Cody, yeah. and I love that. But Cody Lundine said something um, about halfway through the first season. He said, you know, you know, Mother Nature can deal you a rough blow. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, instead of whining and complaining that we're being pelted with rain or snow or hail or sleet or we uh, have drizzly weather, he said, we must adapt to every situation or we're going to lose. Mm-hmm. We could, it could cost us our life. Right. And I thought, you know, that's kind of the same way with us as a follower of Christ. I mean, we have to adapt to what we're into. We have to, no matter, you know, no matter what happens, no matter if we're in the middle of something terrible, no mm-hmm. matter if we're in the middle of something that we don't want to do, we have to adapt and keep our eyes on God or people are counting on us. Right. And I don't want to lose my life yeah. and I don't want those around me to yeah. lose their life. Exactly. So. Yeah. And then that's the thing too is in not only are people counting us, People are watching us right. to see how we respond. And, and if we respond and we are afraid or we, you know, don't portray the, the fact that we truly believe mm-hmm. in God and his sovereign hand, mm-hmm. then why would they, why would they feel the need to place their trust in God if right. we don't fully trust God? Exactly. In everything that we're doing. Well, that'll be good. That'll be a very good, um, that'll be a good sermon on Sunday. And I, um, um, I'll be praying about that. I'll, I'll have to watch you online like everybody else. Um, exactly. Who, who are not going to be here. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, Memorial Day weekend. We'll see. Um, see how few people we have here. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a good crowd. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be big. So that, that'll be good. So that would be good. I, um, I think it'll be a good weekend and uh, Memorial Day weekend. You have, um, on Sunday also, we have the, uh, Memorial Day picket, picnic up at the Ackerman's place, yep. correct? And there's fishing and there's what? Cornhole. There's bounce house for the kids. Um, no, maybe, 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 I don't know. Okay. I, 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 I didn't, I spoke out of turn. So delete that. Exactly. There's fishing, there's cornhole and eating so far. So. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll volleyball. Keep volleyball. Yep. Okay. I'm not sure what else is there. Sounds good. It's always a good time. You're we, there, right? Yeah, I'll be there. A so lot of times we'll take some guitars around and my dad's going to be in this weekend. That'll so be fun. He's actually leading worship on Sunday morning here at church and have so, him do a Willie song for me, will you? Will, he could do that. Willie and Waylon. I could probably sing the Willie part. He could sing <laughs> he the Waylon part. part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your dad does a good job, so I'm going to be jealous. I'm not going to be here. Right? He, he was great. Uh, you guys were great during the uh, Good Friday service. Good Friday service. Yeah, that, that was, was good. wonderful. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So then we got that going on, and then um, coming up on June the sixth, that is the first Sunday of June, um, we are going to be talking about baptism, and um, this is such an important step. And actually, the title of the message is "Do I Need to Be Baptized to Be Saved?" And so, just for all those who are thinking about being baptized, mm-hmm. if you're coming that Sunday, if you're going to be watching online, I want you to really think about that because if you've never really made that decision right. to to be baptized, um, this might be the Sunday to do that, or it might be the Sunday to make sure you're listening. Yep. And if you guys have questions about that, or you need uh, to talk to somebody, 
anybody on staff or our elders would be more than happy to talk to you folks and, you know, get you pointed in, in the right direction. Cause, um, I know there's always somebody in the crowd who's not, yeah, exactly. you know, been baptized. And so that, that'll be a good, uh, a good Sunday. Yes. And, um, hopefully we'll, you know, it'll stir discussion or maybe, maybe some people will make some decisions to do that. So I'm looking forward to that Sunday. So that's, uh, that's, uh, about a week and a half away. So I'm looking forward to that. That's... Are you going to be baptized? I probably need to <laughs> again. Do you know how I baptize, right? Let me guess. Yeah. The way that John the Baptist baptized. With waders. With waders. Fishing waders. I'm yeah. still trying to find that in all of the versions that are out there. That's kind of like that, that goes into the CBV version, you know. The correct so, ba- yeah. Brad's version. While Jesus, why John was baptizing in the Jordan River, you don't know parentheses in waders, Jesus came, you know, you know what right. I'm talking about. He's sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's going to be a good week. I'm, I'm excited about that. And it's always good because, you know, that's just, you know, it's, it's one of those steps. It's that, exactly. You know, baptism is that outward expression of that decision that we make in our heart to, exactly. to follow Jesus with everything yeah. that we have. And there's yeah. a couple of good quotes in that sermon that I've pulled oh, from good. some people. So I can't Oh wait. yeah. No, you told me about the one. Yeah. We got Wayne Smith and, uh, and Ch- Francis, Francis Chan. Chan. And good quotes coming up. There's some, some really good quotes. So yeah, that's good. We had staff meeting this morning mm-hmm. and, um, I brought donuts and I didn't have one. You didn't have one. You had some kind of pecan log pecan, roll or something. Yeah. Like cinnamon roll. Yeah. But they're out from there for Amish your country. afternoon snack though. I don't need one. You do. You're wasting away to nothing. Mm. <laughs> You need to check your vision. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when you have new vision, you have no sight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you think I'm wasting away to nothing, you need you need glasses. Like you need to go get checked. And then next uh, next week, we're going to be doing uh, the podcasting again on, on, on Tuesday, Tuesday again. Yep. Uh, because uh, Monday is Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and um, I'm, I'm going to be gone, coming back on that day, and so we'll post this sometime afternoon again yep. on next Tuesday and yep. then we'll try to get back on schedule for the for the next week. And I can't believe that we are just about in June already. I know, right? And they they say that, you know, I've I've had people tell me that, oh, the older you get, the faster the years go. And I'm like, eh, the older you get, the faster the years go. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like crazy. <laughs> like last year was was fast. super fast. I thought so. Um maybe that's cuz I was you know, cooped up with my kids or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, the year before that, I thought the same thing. It's like, man, this yeah. was, was such a fast year. Yeah. And this year's on track to like, you'll be yeah. singing Christmas songs soon, which well, I think I, I heard you do that last week. I was already singing them. You right. Sleigh You're like yeah. my four year old. Gosh. <laughs> I was doing that. I was, I was whistling a Christmas song the other day going into the children's, mm-hmm. um, area and Kim looked at me and she's like, are you, Singing Christmas? I went, yes. Are you ready? She went, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we won't, we won't rush Christmas yet. We don't want to do that. So. No, for sure. Let's get through summer and then, yeah. yeah. So in, uh, in a couple of weeks, um, it's Anita and I's anniversary. So we're just a couple of weeks yeah. behind you. A couple of weeks and a lot of years. A few but years. We're just just yeah. a few years. You're at 13. We're going to be at, um, 36. Getting there, right? That's what I told Allie yesterday. I said, "I said, man, just think about where we'll be, what we'll be doing when we're at like fifty year anniversary. That's a long way away. You think? I know. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. We're now fourteen years away from that, right? Yeah. So uh, again, talking about somebody needing a medal, Anita. I was gonna me. No, Anita. Anita needs a medal for putting up with you. Like a hundred. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, you know what? We were that that was my stick for you. You can wait and play that in a couple weeks. Okay, okay? for sure. Yeah. Thirty you said how many years? Thirty six. Thirty six. That's you great. It? Yeah. Oh, I should have known that. You were married the year I was born. Oh goodness. Yeah. That makes me feel really right. Old. Right. <laughs> No, that's going to be next week's going to be, hey, welcome to the podcast with Craig. Brandon is no longer. <laughs> well, I guess at least your name will be first. <laughs> It'll be first for once, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's... we got a lot of, we got, we got a good, some good things coming up, yeah. um, here in the next couple of weeks. And, um, it's just always exciting to get kind of into the summer to see what the summer does. And, yep. um, you know, you never quite know, um, you know, what's going to take mm-hmm. place. And then we, um, later on this fall, um, Labor Day weekend, yep. we are actually going to be hosting at the fair, yep. at the, uh, what is it? Richwood Union Fair. Ca- Richwood Fair. Yep, the Richwood uh, fair. We're going to be doing our church service. Uh, no church here on that Sunday on September 5th, but we're going to be back at the fairground like we were two years ago. So I'm excited That's be about great. that. I'm looking forward to that. That was a good that, day a couple years ago. And very I've good heard day. so many comments about that still even now. Well, yep. we love that day. And yeah. Just a good day. And like we were talking about in staff meeting today, what was really kind of cool about that is we had people in the shelter house, mm-hmm. but it was cool to see people in the shelter house beyond and they were sitting on farm equipment and they were sitting just around right. and it was just really neat that yeah, it day was good. To, um, to see that. But it was good. Hey, also don't forget to, um, email us in any questions that you may have, any topics you want us to cover. We're going to take a, um, a podcast day and we're going to call it questions or topics from a mug or from a hat or something and we're just going to pull it right pull them out and and answer them the best that we can and um we're not really bible scholars by any mean but i well i feel like i am okay um no i'm just kidding you know i i think we've got a pretty good decent handle um but we'll be prepared the best we can and just right. still be you know off the cuff a little bit but have a good idea of what's coming around I like the being off there, the cuff so. it's because it kind of like makes it um you know, kind of makes it personal, yep. and a little raw, which is good. But exactly. yeah, we'll know a little bit because we'll know a little bit. But but yeah, so don't forget if you have, have any to start questions, doing that in June. If you have any topics, email those in richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail dot com, and um, we would love to be able to put those in the in the drawing there to be able to pull out. And uh, you don't win anything if we pull your your question. You just but get an answer. You get an answer. So there's that. So um, again, email us if you were in uh, another state other than Ohio, or maybe you're outside of, of our area here in Richwood in Ohio, right. and you're listening um, from from somewhere else. We would love to hear from where you're listening from. Um, don't forget to share um, this podcast. We Our goal is to be able to bless others, to be able to help mm-hmm. others go deeper in their relationship with Jesus Christ, to reflect that light for him. And so um, if you wouldn't mind sharing this on Facebook or other social media platforms, um, like, subscribe, um, do all of that stuff, get notifications. I get notifications from Apple Podcasts every time that, that we upload it. Right. Like Ten minutes afterwards, I get a notification on my phone. It's like, hey, a new episode of Grounded has been published. With Brandon. With Brandon. And Craig. And Craig. Yeah. You're not bitter about my name being first. Not name. at all. Not at all. Um, I always, when you're not looking, I always scratch your name out, put mine first. And really? <laughs> yeah. We should talk about my coffee mug. You do have a nice looking coffee mug as we close out the day. He's got a nice coffee mug that says grounded with Brandon and Craig and it has our bitmoji um likenesses on there. Mm-hmm. And it's really We're drinking nice. coffee. It's one of a kind actually. It is one so. of a kind. So I ordered four of them. Yeah. I ordered this size, which is bigger because I like to drink a lot of coffee. And yeah. so this is a bigger mug. And I ordered um three of the smaller size. One was gonna be for you. We were gonna give me. a couple other ones away. And so I got confirmation of the order, and then 
that afternoon I got an email saying, hey, your order status has been changed. And so I, I opened it up and I looked and the three smaller coffee mugs were denied because of copyright. That's claim. a shame. And this coffee mug that I'm currently holding was accepted and it went into production. And so I started calling and I tried emailing them and I called them and talked to, to someone and they put me, they put a, an email in to, to have them call me back and didn't get a call back and got confirmation that my order had shipped, which was just this one mm-hmm. lone coffee mug. And, um, after it had shipped, I got an email from, um, from the company and they said, Hey, um, your, your order, we just want to let you know that your order was denied because of copyright issues, because of the, the bitmoji likeness. We're not allowed to use that. Your other mug that was put into production shouldn't have been. Um, so I have a one of a kind coffee mug that it's one of a kind. And we're going to try, I'm going to try to get you one. We'll and you make your, make all of your friends and relatives jealous as you walk around with That's it. That's right. So, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Everybody wants a grounded coffee mug. Who doesn't? That's right. right. Exactly. It does look good though. Yeah. It's not bad. Looks good. I look pretty good on that. You do. You're taller than I am. A lot taller. Well. Kind of like real life. It's like real life. It's like real life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any anything else? Any any parting shots? Weather's looking good coming up. Weather looks which means good. Looks that, like a good weekend ahead. I yeah. Mean, it's going to be a little cooler, but. Um, I'm okay be, with that. Yeah, I am too. I'm okay with that. It's supposed to be 90 today. Oh my goodness. So yeah, that's, that's hot in May. You like, you like the, the warm weather and everything. Now you're going to have to hear me complain about the weather. I do like the warm weather. I don't, I, I don't mind the warm weather. I don't like the humidity Humid, goes yep. with it. So I'm going to start complaining on the other oh, side. Man. So you know how I'm never, you're never happy. <laughs> you're never <laughs> happy. That's okay. No, it's been good. We, like I said yesterday, we were, um, in Amish country and, and it was projected to, to be cloudy all day and it was projected to have some thunderstorms in the afternoon and God blessed us with a great day. The clouds cleared and the fog cleared and all you got is sore shoulders and and hips swinging a bat. My shoulder's killing me. I feel so old. <laughs> so as we wind this down, we're, I'm going to go, um, go do my things and you're going to go, uh, have Allie rub your shoulder, right? I thought you were going to go finish my sermon. I could do that. Okay, cool. And rub your shoulder. Okay, maybe not. Uh, yeah, no, I'll have Allie do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I actually got in the uh, in the cabinet last night and found some Biofreeze, so that was good. Oh my gosh, what are you, 100? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> my shoulder feels like it. Uh, well, if you don't have anything else, don't have anything else, just thank you guys for listening and hanging in there. And, um, we, uh, we enjoy just, uh, spending a few uh, minutes with you once a week. And, um, like Brandon said, if you, um, like and subscribe and share and pass along, that's the best way that yep. people can listen if you're interested. And once again, if you're listening from the great state of New York, we would love to hear from you. Richwood Church of Christ, gmail.com. And, uh, or the United Kingdom or Sweden or, or Canada Kingdom or Austria. Or, Sweden, or if you're sitting in Warren County, Ohio listening, let right. us know if you're let us know. what part of Ohio you're listening in. So we love hearing yeah. from you guys. Well, hey, thanks so much. Don't forget to stay grounded in God, in his truth, in his word, and um, just continue to um, to stay strong and keep him first. Sounds like a good plan. I'm heading to the batting cage. What are you going to do? Not heading to the batting cage. I'm going to take a nap. Good for you. (laughs) Exactly. Well, hey, thanks again so much for joining us. Have a wonderful rest of your day. See you guys.